0: back to the nintendo prime podcast episode 73 i believe or 72 somewhere in there whatever episode number it says in the title is the episode number it is. Uh, how you guys doing today uh we're starting the live show version of this uh, a bit later than usual i've had a lot of uh issues a lot of tech issues and other things behind the scenes uh that had to just delay things could get my camera to get recognized by my computer in any application so that was a problem uh and then i was like should i jerry rig up my webcam and make that work and we don't have any eric today because well as i said last week eric might be gone for the next five to six weeks so you might not see him for a while it might be almost black friday by the time you see eric back here but that doesn't mean we aren't gonna have a show so as always, I am your host Nathaniel Rumpeljans, and to my right, you guys have Mr. Mike Odyssey. How's it going, buddy? Going on. Mike looks concerned. I, he was just trying to get all serious and centering his camera a little bit in, in my frame. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're we're uh, gonna put on a show uh, next week. We will have three people. I already have a guest confirmed for next week, and one after, one after, and you know, you guys kind of see how it goes. We're gonna keep this thing. This thing rolling as best we can and, and you know, we'll, we'll adjust the layout and stuff as we go here. I've got I've got other layouts I wanted to use besides this one. Actually, this one conveniently just converts really well into a two-person layout, uh, but when I, I might have three or four, we're going to switch things up a bit and switch the graphics and everything, but we'll worry about that down the line. For now, this is what you get today, and we're going to be talking about a couple things. Yes, span out of three, we'll talk about that again. It won't just all be about the voice actor situation, although... I thought we were done with it, and then Monday happened, so that's a thing. Uh, we'll talk about that. It's kind of a, it's almost an embarrassing moment, if I'm honest. At least if it was me, I'd feel a little bit embarrassed. Uh, we also have more happening because maybe there's a new Switch coming next year, and we're going to talk about why that might be the case. Don't know if it'll be a Pro or a 2 or what, but something with Upgraded hardware. We'll get into that in a moment. Uh, before we do... Hi, everyone. I want to get into what have we been playing lately. And I'll start because for me, it's super simple. I'm sitting here glancing at my Switch, uh, and I'm wondering, Mm -hmm. what did I actually play lately? And the bottom line is, the last time I played Sparks of Hope, which I did live stream with you guys, is still loaded on my Switch, which means I have not touched my Switch since that live stream. Uh, (laughs) I will say this, though. Um, it's not because I don't want to play games. Um, there's really no other way to say this. I might make a standalone video on it later. Um, and I know a lot of people are going to say things like take a break or run away, (laughs) do what you need to do. Uh, but, um, my, my depression's back guys. Uh, I'm... I don't really know how to talk that much about it because so much of it is a personal thing. But depression has been really kicking my ass for I'd say at least two, three, maybe four days now. Uh, And honestly, I've got like two things that I look forward to every day. One of them is seeing my smiling fiance before I go to bed. And the other one is making content for you guys. (laughs) That's one reason why it's like, no, I'm not going to stop making content. Why would I get rid of one of the few things that distracts me from the mess that's going on in my head right now? Uh, so I do apologize if my regular content isn't coming out, like if I don't have the Prime 5 rocking. I know I really haven't been doing that. Uh, and, and and just my videos are kind of random because it's all about when I feel good enough to be able to do it. Um, and, it, you know, when's the right time for, for me to tackle content, tackle this stream, uh, or podcast, and everything else. This isn't something I really want you guys concerning yourselves with. I'm already getting help. It's all good. I'll be okay. I've been in this position before. I know how to get out. It's just going to take me a while. It's just the way it is. It's a process. Anyone who's ever had depression knows most of you guys don't ever get out. My fiance certainly has never gotten out. She's had it her whole life. I've gotten out. Now I'm back in. That obviously means, yeah, it never really goes away. It just kind of subsides. If you're lucky, I will get it to subside again. But uh, until then, you might go, well, why not play games? I just don't feel like it. I grab my Switch. I look at it. And I'll be but honest, that- I was so angry the other day. I threw it all the way across the room. I'm Credit to Nintendo. It didn't break. Or maybe it's credit to the case I have it and it didn't break. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. So... I don't trust myself to even try to play a video game because if one frustrating thing happens in the game, I will probably break my Switch. Uh, I even played some Madden games. happened to win them, but I kept thinking, what if I would have lost? Would I have chucked my controller at this TV? Because it's not even about the games. It's about everything else in my life, and I don't need any more negativity. Um, Mm. Thankfully, this channel is a positive thing in my life. My fiancé is a positive thing. My children can be... Here and there. If you're a parent, you know being a parent is stressful. Um, but I'll get out of it. I want to obviously give credit to Mike. I've talked a little bit to him about this stuff. Um, it's always nice to know I got a friend anytime I need one. Uh, and I want to thank the community for being here and supporting and the videos and, and watching all this stuff and sticking through this podcast. Uh, so if I if you guys ever notice I'm a little off, you know why. I don't want to keep talking about it. I just want to make my content, do my live streams when I feel like it, and kind of just live my life and. I'll, I'll always let you guys know if I am not going to be okay. And I will let you know when I'm on the other side of it. Hopefully sooner rather than later. That being said, that's why I haven't played anything. Mike, what have you been playing lately?
1: Well, hmm. A lot of, um, uh, surprisingly, I did play um, Sparks of Hope for a little bit got to one percent i one percented it um then uh and then i've been been playing for some reason animal crossing um mostly you know uh, i'm there with you nate i know how i know how it feels to to you know be at, at that position been there for uh you know for many many years you know um and um everybody finds a way to 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 climb out of it you know uh of course for like for some people they're the loved ones you know um as somebody who 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 look at this guy one percent and then and i'm across <laughs> yeah yeah i one percented um of hope so i'm done with that one um so for somebody who 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 has been there you know um what really helped me was seeing counseling in the church and that basically i helped a lot you know what i mean for some people everybody has their own ways of of finding, um, finding their 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 peace and and their way out of the, um, you know. I call it a uh, like a hole. Sometimes we dig our, we dig ourselves into. It. Sometimes the hole finds us and we just fall into it <laughs> without fault of our own. Um, but that's how I find it. And if um, I I I I encourage you guys to to you know to find to maybe seek a church around you. Finds if, if there is any part of it who that offers that type of help seek it cuz uh, in my my case it helped me a lot It helped me a lot it, it it really did um i was on my own for for i was homeless i used to be homeless so you know i i went through a whole lot of uh, issues too myself you know so and that that's how i i was able to find peace um but i wanted to you know i wanted to 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 offer that just in case you know uh but what i've been playing animal crossing <laughs> i went to animal crossing for some reason, I always go back to that game because it's so calming, relaxing. Whenever you have a stressful day or something situation, I just go back. For some reason, I go back to Animal Crossing. It's like a little world, you know? And then, I, although I go back to it and my villagers don't remember me because I've been gone for years, <laughs> I just like to go back to it and do stuff. Um, but I've also been playing uh, uh, Spark to Hope Animal Crossing and played a little Mario. I, I was able to finish um Mario 3D the 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 Wii U version 1 the New Super Mario Bros. Wii U is it? Wii new Wii U? Super
0: Mario Bros. U Deluxe.
1: Yeah, that one. And then um I'm I'm on to finishing my last Mario and then I've finished I have played all of them and finished all of them which is um I'm still working on um the one for Mario Sunshine. Yeah, Mario Sunshine. I go I go back to it. Every once in a while, and play a little bit. But my goal is to actually finish every Mario game. So that, that that's my last one so far. I I, fin- I finished the, the, the Mario Run game, including that one. But yeah, yeah, that's what I've been playing.
0: Cool. All right. Well, this is obviously a, a, a big week for a lot of people. We have Bayonetta 3 coming out. Uh, so some people yeah. are, are super stoked for that. Some of you guys are playing Sparks of Hope right now. Some of you guys are waiting for Pokemon Scarlet Violet next month. Heck, some of you guys are probably yeah. playing Persona 5 Royale. That came out, heck, too, man? recently. Like, people playing that, maybe some of you are still checking on your Automata as well. That came out a couple weeks back. It's been a pretty packed release slate, and November doesn't really slow down for Switch. There is a lot of big games yeah. coming out. Then it kind of slows in, the, in December, as far as we're aware. Picks back up in January. February's loaded. March right now, not so much. But then we know. have Zelda in May, so... Maybe they're gonna have like a little light month where maybe some third parties can come in. Maybe we'll get Hogwarts Legacy dropped in there at some point or some other third party games to fill in the gaps. But um, then we got Zelda of course in on uh, May twelfth.
1: But so, don't forget about the don't forget about the February Nintendo Direct. Yeah, probably that's where they, they'll probably be yeah, a February that,
0: direct. Yeah. I mean yeah, they could that, do one in where, January they, guys. They, they start filling out but, the year. Yeah. Um, they're also gonna probably start ramping up obviously Mario movie advertising at some point. We'll probably get a new trailer possibly before the end of the year. Definitely probably one that appears in movie theaters with all the family movies. Uh, We'll probably get uh, Zelda advertising ramp up at some point. Maybe it'll start the February Direct. Maybe it'll be before that. we got Game Awards coming up. We could see Mario movie there. Could see Zelda there. I mean, Zelda will at least be up for most anticipated game, I'm sure. Uh, So you'll at least see it named there, maybe, if they show the award on screen. Um, Yeah. But, yeah, it's going to be... It's going to be uh, an interesting time. We have a lot of stuff packed into basically like a six-month period right now, and that's 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 really nice. Uh, you know, we, we sometimes go through dry spells as Nintendo fans where we don't have a lot of exclusives coming, and we're just talking about some indie games or some third-party stuff. And here we have some big third-party and big indie and big ni- Nintendo games all in six months, and I, I find that to be uh, quite glorious uh, and mm-hmm. I'm sure the other platforms might get a little bit jealous sometimes because PlayStation and Xbox still haven't really hit their stride with exclusives. Now they're getting some really big third-party games, of course, but they haven't hit that that exclusive stride yet. That I think is going to begin next year. I mean, I know we have God of War Ragnarok here, like that's that's going to be a really big deal on PlayStation Five. Mm-hmm. But then it might be a bit before you get the next game. Whereas it's like, hey, guys, we just had Sparks of Hope. Oh, now we're having Bayonetta 3. Oh, then we have Pokemon. Oh, then we have a remaster of Kirby happening in February. Then we have Zelda. And, like, we know we have just rapid-fire games coming. And we mm-hmm. don't really know when the next big thing is coming for PlayStation or the next big thing for Xbox. So I think next year is going to be it. I think we're going to get something early in the year, a, 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 a PlayStation Direct or, I'm sorry, State of Play is what they call it. Um, or yeah. one of their Xbox shows, and and they're gonna actually show some stuff and be like, hey, here's you know, they're gonna have three games I think at the beginning of next year for each platform, but it's gonna be for now. It's nice that we don't have to worry about that. We know up to Zelda, we got we we got stuff to look forward to. It's after that, it's complete mystery at this point. Metro Prime Four at some point, and that's Pikmin, Pikmin two, Pikmin four at some 4, point yeah. as well. It's supposed to come next year, but like those are the only ones we know yeah. beyond Zelda. Um. So I want to not jump into the Bayonetta stuff right away uh, because obviously a lot of you guys might be a little tired of that conversation, but we're still going to have it because we didn't have this part of the conversation on the podcast because I don't think anybody really thought that Helena Taylor was going to say anything else after she said, I just want to forget the character and go back to the theater. And then when she decided to talk, we definitely didn't think she was going to go the route that she did. I figured she might actually try to defend herself. And she feels like she did. But it's not really what happened. I'm confused, but we'll get into that later. Let's first jump into Switch Pro, Switch 2, new Nintendo platform, and why, at least I think, we might be getting one in 2023. And it's not based on rumors. This isn't based on... Uh, you know, some leak out there, or NVIDIA or anything crazy or Nintendo getting hacked like a cu- couple years ago. No, this is based on two things. One, Shintura Furukawa repeating three times. I went back and checked the investors meetings. He said in three separate investors meetings, he knows Nintendo has a history of peaking and then falling off a cliff. And he wants to prevent that from happening. OK, now, what does that mean? We, you peaked. Then you fell off. Obviously, then the stopped. Wii U bomb. DS peaked. 3DS is actually the worst-selling handheld Nintendo's ever released. So, that's a bomb. NES peaked. SNES, not quite as much. And then the N64, not quite as much as that. And then the GameCube, not quite as much as the N64. Game Boy Advance, never quite reached the heights of the OG Game Boy. There's this history with Nintendo that they get really popular with something... And then they can't repeat the success, and at least not right away. Obviously, the history is okay. Well, every couple, every three generations, they bounce back. But he wants it to just be a continuous thing. He doesn't want it to, you know, you might fall, you you, you might stumble, you might trip and almost fall off the cliff, but then you you recover, and and that's what that's what. He kind of stated he wanted to happen, and then people started speculating on what does this mean? What's he going to do different? Because Shintura Furukawa is a business person. He's not a game developer. He didn't come from the game development space. So, before him, we were being run by Satura Iwata, who came from game development, and so his mindset on how to approach things was completely different than someone who looks at numbers and makes decisions. That's what he's been doing his entire career, Shintura Furukawa, and that's Maybe a big reason they thought Nintendo needed a change to a more business-oriented person at the top. Sometimes that's a good thing, sometimes it's a bad thing. Usually for investors, it's a very good thing. For fans, it can be a little 50-50 when you have someone worry more about money than, than maybe anything else. But there can be some benefits to it. And the benefit is the number two thing. And that is that with Nintendo's history... Nintendo's heading towards that history again, unless they do something. Nintendo Switch peaked in 2020. We all know pandemic 28 million in a year. Then they had 25 million. Now they projected 20 million this year and it's probably going to be 15 or under projected for next year, at least for this particular platform. And you can go, okay, well, we're clearly seeing a sales decline. It's going to be the end of year six, by the way. It's not the beginning some people are like, oh, yeah, it's going to be the sixth birthday. So we're entering the sixth year of Switch on March 3rd. No, no, no. March 3rd, 2023, the platform has been out for six years. We're actually yep. beginning the seventh year. So we're actually almost done. We're, we're, we're in the tail end in the second half, late in the second half of the, of the sixth year of Switch. So we are already past a typical generation. For those who don't know, six years isn't the normal Nintendo generation. It's actually five So we're already, yeah, we're already, it's like six is like max. Five is their average, and that's, I wouldn't do the math on this. It's literally about five is their average, six is tops, and we're already going to be past six probably before anything else comes out. Now, yeah. that being said, the reasoning that this becomes a conversation isn't just because of what Shintura Furukawa said, it's what's happening in the market right now. Mm -hmm. Switch has fallen behind. In the MPD behind PlayStation 5 for two straight months. It now, in the second month falling behind, fell behind in terms of revenue to the Xbox. Which means the Xbox, which by the way is selling a system cheaper than the OLED. And obviously a more expensive one, the Series X. Is getting really close in number sales to the Switch. And that's here in North America. And you can say, oh, it's only one territory. But yeah, it's only the territory that makes up 60% of Nintendo's revenue. This is a massive territory they have to pay attention to it yes switch is still dominating in japan but it's year over year sales are actually down okay so it's sinking in japan as well it's just not as noticeable because well nobody <laughs> there seems to care about anything else that isn't a, a handheld nintendo platform right now um and then you look at the UK charts. You're starting to see Nintendo games sinking lower and lower down those charts. You're starting to see Switch going lower and lower down the charts in Spain and France and Germany and Australia. And it shouldn't be happening. We're heading into the holiday season. Things should be going up. And they are for everybody else. For Nintendo, they're just kind of staying even keel. Switches mm-hmm. are plentiful. They're all over the place. They're flooded on mm-hmm. shelves. Chitura Furukawa told himself, "He, don't, you know, we, are, we can't make anymore. We also don't think we should make anymore. But we're not sure we'd sell them. And I'm not saying they won't sell out on Black Friday. Not saying that. Not saying there won't be a massive sales period in December. But the writing's on the wall that when the calendar turns, next January is about to be possibly the worst January for Switch to date and the February might be the worst, and that March might be the worst. We are at the point where it has reached market saturation, and that's what the numbers are saying. This is is just fact-based stuff. You can go look it up yourselves as you want. I detailed it in a video already today. And that's where my argument stems that if Shantara Furukawa is serious about preventing that cliff, and it's a two-part thing, not only is he serious, and the next platform is just a more powerful version of switch switch pro switch two but whatever it is if the next thing nintendo plans to release is just a more powerful version of this then yes 2023 is the time switch is still relevant it still sells good enough the game sales are still good things are trending in the negative way this is precisely when you want to get something out you don't want to milk it till 2024, till 2025. They did that with Wii. Didn't work out for them so well. If Wii, if Wii U would have been the Wii HD and came out in 2010, would have done way better than the Wii U two years later. Nintendo waited too long. They waited too long with the DS. They waited too long with the NES, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The writing's on the wall. And if you want proof that this works, you just need to look at basically the number one competitor to Nintendo. PlayStation brand. Every time their sales start to trend down after they peak, they bring out a new platform. Oh, their platform is still popular. It's still big. PlayStation 4 did 15 million in sales last year. Now it's doing like zero. And the PlayStation 5 is now the top dog. That's how you maintain consistent sales generation to generation. The roadmap's already there. The question is, will the Nintendo do it? Or will they milk switch until nobody wants one? And then trying to get the market back. So Mike, what do you think?
1: I think it's it's um I wanna start by saying this. I think that Nintendo's next either upgrade to the Switch or next generation console, they already have it done. It's done, it's sitting somewhere somewhere in their top secret headquarters they're just it's there they know what to do with it they know what it does you know it and i hope i really hope that they're actually watching the market and they're planning they're right now they're planning uh, 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 uh to release this because i think it's time you know i think it's it's time um i i've always said this look guys if you just bought a switch you don't have to worry you don't have to worry because guess what? If Nintendo does release the next-gen console, next-upgraded, whatever, I'm pretty sure Nintendo will still continue to support the Switch for at least a couple more years, three, four years. Look, the, the Wii U and the 3D shop are just closing now from, from when Nintendo released the Switch in 2017. So if you just bought a Nintendo Switch, don't frown. Don't worry. I mean, it's time for a new console. Yes, it is, but don't worry if you just bought one relax you'll still have some service um but it is time for 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 nintendo to do something big and better i was reading um uh, uh, this article um because i made this video a couple of days ago and i put i put i put a switch what i what, what um, i think i put a a little dead face on the little switch, <laughs> on the little switch like that like a little dead face on the happy face thingy people didn't like it that but i mean it, it, it is what it is um and um my point there was based on an article that um Miyamoto I was in where he said that Nintendo is always looking for the next best way to play a game. So they're trying not to mimic the prior generation console, but looking for new ways to 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 you know, create a good experience when it comes to gameplay. And I was like, no, don't try to, don't try to go. Don't, don't wander too off because you have come a long way with the switch and you kind of almost perfected the form factor of having people giving the people a choice, whether they want to play on handheld mode and on, uh on dock mode. So you actually made people save some money and not sell them a dock, uh, uh, a console. And, a handheld. You you're selling them two in one, and I think that that is that is the success of the Switch itself. People that are buying the Switches because okay, yeah, yeah, I can I can actually now play it while holding it in my hand, and then I also dock it. Now Nintendo needs to concentrate on power. That's basically it. They 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 perfected. Okay, we have a Nintendo Switch on power. If there if there was any doubt, any doubt. That power could fit in a small form factor, Steam Deck just rolled through and said, "Hey, look at me." Okay, so if there was any doubt that we can have a console that could also be docked but also handheld and still have at least a PS4 performance, um, you know, in dock mode, in in handheld mode, then Steam Deck proved them wrong. So I- I'm expecting Nintendo at least, you know, don't don't want it too off. If you want to add a brand new feature, okay. A brand new gimmick feature, like they they call it. You know, like the you know, every 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 console has their little gimmick feature. If you want to add that brand new gimmick feature, go ahead and add it. Don't wander too far off because you don't want to <laughs> fall off a cliff and do a Wii U, you know, error mistake. You the the Nintendo Switch is a great, it's a wonderful console, you know, it, it, and I'm I wouldn't be against it if they just went again with the Switch brand and then just called it the Switch whatever ultra or switch pro or switch whatever. But don't wander too often I it, it is time for Nintendo to release the next console. Um yeah I was I was also going through the history of how long did Nintendo wait before the next console and the longest the majority was five years. The longest was six and Nintendo cannot wait. They can't go past six <laughs> because yeah, I'm 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 with you, Nate. The cliff, I can see the cliff. I can already see it. We can already see that cliff, <laughs> and they're gonna hit, they're gonna fall hard if they don't really, you know, get on top of this now. I think now, believe it or not, after they, they already said okay, they you can show they're 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 desperate with selling these consoles. Maybe they have consoles sitting in a warehouse a lot. They're trying to make them additions. and if, and if you look at it, it's just a Switch OLED, the white version. That they're just putting more paint on it because that that's basically what we have here with the um switch platoon version the white version with some paint on it and then different joy cons the pokemon one it's the white version paint on it different joy cons you know and they have these joy cons <laughs> they have a lot of joy cons they have the joy cons to to put paint on and then combine with this white switch and just made another addition that's their just their, their way of saying we want to get rid of the stock that we have because we have too many, or we made too many. But Nintendo just needs to, hopefully now. I'm hoping that that at least with with um, Tears of the Kingdom, you know, Tears of the Kingdom. I know that they said that not this fiscal year, it ends in March, 2023. I'm hoping. Oh, actually, doesn't Tears of the Kingdom come in May? That's the next fiscal year. May 12th. Right?
0: May 12th. Yes.
1: So, so that's the next fiscal year. That actually makes it even more. Of a, of a better release time for the next gen switch along with that next um zelda game because it's not this fiscal year in march it's actually the next one so i mean i i it's it's time i think nintendo's gonna do it i, I hope they they are and um uh, you know it's time man it's time i don't want i don't want to see this company go no, you know Go down and, and, and um, I mean the Nintendo's Nintendo's. They're not going anywhere. I'm just saying that I hope they that uh, he follows through with those comments because um, we really do we really do need a, a a stronger switch. You know, I mean I think that people will be happy with uh, with with a uh, a stronger switch. You know.
0: Yeah. Not... Well. So so I see you know the the, the arguments I've seen uh, against my video today are, are mostly oh, I recently got a Switch, or I have a huge backlog, I got a lot of stuff to play. And that's all fine. None of that's not a reason to bring out a system because the reason is it's a numbers game. This isn't Mm -hmm. about whether you think the Switch needs more performance or not, and there's plenty of people who think it does. This isn't about whether or not I personally want them to release a new one. This is just looking at the numbers and going, hey, Nintendo just had 100 million-plus generation they want every generation to be 100 million plus. So what's the yep. best route to get there? Mm-hmm. And the best route especially especially if they're releasing a second platform that's like Switch. The best route is to take advantage of the current market. Mm-hmm. And you can't mm-hmm. take advantage of that market if it no longer exists by the time you release it. And I know people might go, "Oh, but like if we wait till 2025, um, there definitely would still, there, there'd be like 140, 150 million switches out there. Yes, and how many of them would still be actively being used and played? That's what matters. How many active consumers you have. If your active consumer base is only 10 million by then, guess what? There's yeah. your audience for your next platform. Because everyone else moved on to something else. Yep. And yeah. that's yeah. And, why like, I feel like, hey, if Nintendo is is going to use the PlayStation, the, the, the PlayStation game, the PlayStation way of doing things, yeah, next year's it. You drop it next year, whether you drop it with, with Zelda, whether you drop mm-hmm. it at the end of the year for the holidays, so you want to wait for that. And you have a big Mario game you want to launch with it, and then you can advertise, yeah. oh, by the way, this year's game of the year Zelda game is upgraded on here in 4K or whatever they want to do to help market it. Maybe they even package it together with a bundle. I have no idea for the holidays. That would you, be crazy. But.
1: Got the words, you got the words right out of my mouth, man, because like that is the perfect way to transition to another console, and it's basically let letting these 100 million users know they won't lose if they they upgrade their Switches. Their games are backward compatible. Yep. They can log into the brand new one and keep playing their games, but with an added benefit an added something okay uh you oh you played um mario odyssey guess what play it on the brand new uh whatever system but with this dlc added to it something yeah. that only the brand new console can do you know or like and that
0: or like hey yeah, uh with dlss you can now see it in crispy 4k on your television because the oh. doesn't need you to up the native resolution of the game that's not what dlss does they could take any game yeah. And do it. That's a really Dude, that good selling point. And full backwards compatibility, your cartridges just work. You could transfer all your save files thanks to the cloud the cloud transfer system. Yeah. Like, I mean, they have it, they have it, they, they have it in place. They have it in place. It's set up. A smooth transition. Get everyone over full backwards compatibility. All games probably coming out for the for the first year of the platform might still be cross platform with the old Switch, so you give those people time to contemplate, time for obviously Nintendo to get enough units on shelves because probably sold out at launch, yeah. and you just go from there. Uh, and again, I don't know if they'll call it a pro; it could be a pro or wouldn't call it a pro, a new Nintendo Switch or whatever they call it. If they're gonna call yeah. it, if they're gonna keep it in the same family of systems, fine, that's Nintendo's choice. If it's gonna be a brand new generation, it really doesn't matter as long as it's more powerful yeah and it's powerful yeah. enough that people care yeah like it can't just be a tagra X1 that is just running a stock basically it, it's gonna have to be more um there's there's a common there's a few common things in the chat I found a little funny during the live version here and that's like someone mentioned like oh it's like 15 years behind in tech it's not 15 years behind in tech guys 15 years ago 15 years ago PlayStation 3. Xbox 360 and Wii were the current systems 15 years ago. Yeah. Switch yeah. is way more powerful than that generation. It's using architecture that's current as of 2015. So let's let's set that aside a little bit there. Uh, if you want to argue it's still behind the PS4 in power, that's fine. But, I mean, we're, we're talking about a, a decade, not 15. And even then, yeah. even then, it was still using more modern architecture. It's just, it's a handheld. What mm. are you going to do? It's the most powerful handle in the world at the time it came out. Yes, we know there's Steam Deck and, and other options out there at this time, but nothing that's touching the sales of Switch. Um, so I saw someone else mention, like, oh, isn't, should Nintendo worry about Steam Deck now that you can just readily buy one and they ship it right away. It's no longer a wait list, guys. You can go on to Valve's website right now and buy a Steam Deck. They'll ship it, I don't know, maybe not the same day, but the next day. And you'll, you'll have it, you know, within the same week. You can order on Monday and have it by Friday. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm days. glad that's the Great. case. Let me know when it's in retail, and then I'll tell you it's a problem for Nintendo. Until, until it's, it's it, right now it's one place to buy it. It's not, my children, ha- do children know what a Steam Deck is? It's a serious question. Probably do do any Asana? of you have children, and do they know what a Steam Deck is?
1: If Maybe the answer is like no,
0: smart. then it's not a threat to Nintendo. Do your parents know what a Steam Deck is? If The answer is No then it's not a threat to Nintendo. The people who know what a Steam Deck is are the people that wanted a Steam Deck in the first place.
1: Yeah, gamers, like real gamers, like gamers. Like like the hardcore, the PC gamers,
0: the ones that always wanted a PC game, but they don't like mouse and keyboard. They want something that's more simplified. Those that want their their third-party games on Switch, but they want them in better resolution, better frame rates. Those are the kind of people it appeals to. But the whole of the Switch's general audience... Ain't concerned. Nintendo ain't worried about no Steam Deck. It ain't even. It ain't even considered a competitor. The sales numbers it does its best selling month ever, at least according to the units they have shipped. Literally is less than a week worth of sales for for Nintendo. We're, we're yeah. you're, you're talking numbers that are so paltry, Nintendo laughs at the idea that Steam Deck is even considered a competitor by some. They laugh. They're. It's still. A, let me put it this way: It's selling less than the damn Wii U did. The Wii U was selling bigger numbers in its first year than Steam Deck, and Wii U was a failure for Nintendo. It ain't ain't even even in Nintendo's thought process. They don't care. They're using AMD technology. The thing's big and bulky. Nintendo looks at that and goes, oh, so they made a powerful Fisher price. Well, we're going to come out with something that's almost on par, much sleeker, much sexier, and it's going to blow up in the market because we're going to have it in in retail day one.
1: Yeah, yeah. They, they but,
0: might really want it. And they have what the we IP see, to back that,
1: it up. What we, what, what we can take away from this is that Nintendo is... is First thing, there's no comparison between the Steam Deck and Nintendo, or even Steam, the, you know, Valve and Nintendo. They're they're Nintendo's a huge, giant skyscraper of a company, and then we have this little building on the side, like, very low down, which is involved with a company who makes Steam Deck. So there's no comparison there at all. You know? You can arguably uh, uh, um you can argue that that Steam Deck is is uh I would say um what's that word? It's it's still in that beta. <laughs> you know, it's like a beta console, it's not really a full fledged uh brand name console that is that everybody knows, and it's, it's it's a it's a you know, it, but it has the potential to be, you know. So we can't really take away too much about with, with Steam Deck. Nintendo's just a massive of a company. They've been around since the '80s. I mean, they they're, they're you know this is before the '80s, '70s with the cards. But you know, but what you can say from this is that Nintendo is a trendsetter because you know we we've, we've had handheld consoles before, but it's not until Nintendo's released the Switch. That we started seeing what this type of handheld console can do. PlayStation tried it with the Vita, you know, they tried it, they 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 sold their amount or whatever, but then they <laughs> completely got rid of it because it wasn't really selling for them that much. They really they hadn't figured out the the, the formula. Nintendo comes out with the Switch. The, the, I mean, a hundred million. The, the, there's no arguing that. But then now we have the Steam Deck. Now we have the Air Neo. Now we have a whole bunch of other companies who are basically making their own versions of the handheld console that look almost identical, you know, at like the Switch do when in handheld mode. So you can call Nintendo there a trendsetter, and it's a good thing, you know, because competition, it's good. It's good for 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 the for the you know for us for us. If we see some 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 company rise up because they were inspired by the Nintendo Switch in the handheld mode. And create an amazing beast of a console, you know, then we gotta applaud them and we gotta say, hey, they good job. Hopefully that, that is successful. Just know you're not you're not competing with this one. You're getting you're you're you know, you're rising up, getting on your thing, do your thing. But um Nintendo is always gonna be Nintendo, the Switch is always gonna be Switch. And then every everybody else every everybody else is is always gonna follow the trend. I know about trend setting and about following trends because I I, I I'm not gonna say I work for the for the for the first trendsetter in the world, but I gotta say, you know, I do, <laughs> you know. Anyway, but you know, basically that's what it is. Nintendo is being a trendsetter when it comes to the, to the handheld market and Steam Deck, um, i Neo. There's there's another one. I keep forgetting the other the other um console, but um, they all have Switch to thank for, you know, because Nintendo just busted a door open and created a new market. Um, with powerful handheld um, consoles even though switch right now is not greatly powerful but it is um it is a powerful for what it is you know um and it's 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 done what it's done you know I love the switch and I think it's it's it, it, it was a trend setting console and I hope that Nintendo's next gen is a trend setting console and Yulia said time to move on and I really I really I really do agree with that because it's time to move on to the next gen it was time and
0: and i also think there are some people that know that okay tears of the kingdom is coming out and i know some people are kind of paused on their excitement for it because again we haven't seen a lot of it I mean, we're kind of waiting for the big yeah. advertising campaign to start but if the advertising came the advertising campaign starts and the hype levels start to grow really ridiculous nintendo doesn't want to also release that and it's just oh it's on a platform that uh Hey, we're not releasing a new one till 2024, 2025. So we're just going to send this thing out to die for the last 2 years. Oh, it'll sell really well, but then we lose all the evergreen sales. No. Yeah. You could either release it with a new platform or release it the same year of a new platform where it gets a second release. Yeah. On a, a, a more powerful system or, you know, an updated release. Like it, it it's a, it's it's an interesting situation because it's going to probably be Nintendo's most expensive game they've ever made. Because Breath of the Wild, they stated, was their most expensive game ever made. And they've spent even longer making this one. So, yeah. they're not going to send that out to die. Or, I shouldn't say die, because the sales are still going to be incredible. If they keep Switch going, it's still going to be incredible. But it's it's not going to be able to have that five years of evergreen sales Breath of the Wild got, unless there's something new coming out. If the new thing's not coming for a couple of years, then you're just going to... Kill the sales there. Oh, backwards compatibility. Won't matter because they're not going to be advertising that as a selling point for the new platform at that at that point two yeah. years later. They'll be advertising whatever's coming next. Uh So, yeah. yeah, absolutely. You have to consider that as well. You know, they, they made the mistake with Skyward Sword, which, again, it's not going to sell Skyward Sword numbers. I can tell you that already. But they released Skyward Sword towards the end as well. And they basically sent it to die. And relative to what Tears of the Kingdom could sell, if they don't get something out, sooner rather than later they are sending yeah. it out to not be as successful as it could be it could be another 20 million seller Okay. Yeah. if it's timed right with the right hardware either right around the corner or right around the same time that it comes out um and and nintendo's not dumb i think they know that there's also some thoughts out there that hey you know what they haven't really shown us a lot of this game why is it maybe mm. it's because they want to show it off with the new hardware that's true. So they're just doing little teases until they announce the hardware, and then they could show you, boom, everything we're going to show you is the best of the best. we are show you what it looks like on the new stuff. You've already seen. Mm-hmm. Everything we showed you so far, that was on the old Switch. Here's the new. And it'll be on both. Uh, so, like, yeah. that that's kind of what I, th- you know, th- by the way, this is just a theory. A lot of people have theorized, by the way. This isn't a unique one. The new hardware will launch with Zelda or around Zelda. And I think that makes sense, too. Uh, I don't know that that's going to be the case. Again, I, I argued they could wait till holiday and launch it with a Mario, um, or even a Mario Kart if, if they if they wanted to do that. Mario Kart's so huge they definitely could use that for a holiday launch.
1: Um, no, no Mario Kart. But, but they
0: have no. DLC running through next holiday, so I don't <laughs> think Mario Kart would be there. At least not 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 at launch. If they a, a can,
1: you, can you imagine next gen? Oh, hey, Mario Kart, a Deluxe is still alive. Let's keep. <laughs> let's keep talking. Well, they're going
0: to have DLC coming out for it still next winter. That's why I'm like I kind of think cool. Mario Kart uh nine right. or ten or whatever they call the next one i'm sure guys that's already being worked on and will probably yeah. come out uh if the platform comes out holiday next year i'd say it would it would even if it doesn't just say it comes out around zelda they're still going to run that mario kart 8 deluxe dlc it'll be fully backwards compatible people will be able to play it on the new one they'll release yeah. that new mario kart i think in spring of Mec- 2024 24. yeah it's yeah. like a, hey here's sense. our big game to start off our our next our full our first full year of, of switch so our first full full calendar year but we'll see i also saw some comments in the chat that apparently i need a beer i told you guys things might be things might be a little weird all right i'm not going to deny i could probably use a vein of it right now um just i ho- agree man. just hook I up the vodka uh, IV right zelda. right in, right into the let's <sighs> <I'm just> get <getting laughs> tapped right here right right into the the old arm
1: um <laughs> yeah but i agree with the zelda with the zelda theory about the uh you know the sales uh because right now if, if you release the nintendo switch not i'm not gonna call it a switch I'm gonna, i I want to see a new name i want to be excited about a new name i think I, i'm i think go, they, just they just gotta get, like if
0: they're gonna keep the momentum it's still gonna be switch kind of like a playstation still uh, a playstation
1: we'll call not, it the swatch then not the switch because just give me give me something new anyway if they gonna release gonna uh, release nintendo released, switch the, 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 the what
0: it'll just be the new <laughs> nintendo switch you already know the name
1: just call it the Nintendo Swatch. Give me, give me something it's a Swatch. But well, let me it's I think. A, it's a watch. Also a <laughs> Yeah, it's also a there's the probably there's probably a
0: smartwatch called the Swatch somewhere. The In fact, Swatch. I'm gonna look it up right now. I bet you it exists. Someone the thought Nintendo of that Swatch. name. And, yeah, and the gimmick is Swatch is, Swatch to is totally arm, right? Swatch is a brand. It's a, it's a watch brand.
1: Uh, it is. Ah, yes.
0: that Sucks now. <laughs> Swatch.
1: Anyway, that would have been, been good. I could have been making money there with with the marketing company. But anyway, you know, if they if if they would, yeah, uh, you're right. If they release the Nintendo Switch, hopefully with with uh, the breath of not Breath of the Wild, Tears of the Kingdom, and then the old Nintendo Switch, they will kind of give the game a better push because for those of us who are interested in the next gen, that will push us to buy the next gen so it'll actually push the the next gen console for sales and for those who uh, who want to buy on the current gen it'll also push the current gen um sales and, and when it comes to the actual game so i mean that's the best the best scenario that we get uh breath of the wild 2 tears of the kingdom um along with that console that way it helps sales for that console it helps sales for the game and um you know nintendo wins at the end
0: i, I but, mean that's um, always that's always the hope by the way, guys, if you're really enjoying the podcast, I'd appreciate it. if you guys would go ahead and drop those likes. That'd be great.
1: Hey, we Only got 30 37 have likes with 100 people
0: watching. Let's let's drop those likes, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, okay, so one thing, like. obviously, we always can count on, or at least seemingly at this point can count on, is that there's going to be new games coming from Nintendo and Nintendo's partner yeah. companies, and one of those new games comes out this week: Banana Three. And yeah. in case you guys did not know there's been a little bit of a controversy around the game that seems at this point entirely self-created and really isn't about the game at all. I
1: have, you... th- I have to thing I have to think her I have to thank her though. I I have to really thank her. For the free marketing. If, you wa- if you're watching this video, yes, if you're watching this video, I would not have been so much into Bayonetta like I am now. Like seriously, before this whole entire fiasco thing happened, yep. I'm like I'm not just too interested in it because I'm more like a like a Zelda, Mario, Kirby, yes. Mario Kart, you know, whatever you know, main. But because of this entire fiasco, I started looking more to Bayonetta, and just because I wanted to hear um the voice, the new voice, which by the way, fantastic. He sounds great. What's his name? Jen, 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 Jennifer Jen, Hale. Hale. Jennifer Hale. I was gonna say Taylor. <laughs> that's that's Peach. That's the old Peach. Um. Um, yeah, she sounds fantastic. She sounds amazing. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna get Bayonetta three. Thank you, uh, uh, Helen something Baker. Helena. Um, yeah. Helena.
0: Helena. Taylor. Helena. It, well, Hel- for for when I look at her name, it's like it's it, it's like Helena Taylor, but she pronounces it Helena. So I'm gonna I'm gonna Helena. give her credit that she knows how to pronounce her own name. So Helena Taylor.
1: Thank you, thank you, Helena. Yeah,
0: <laughs> no. Nah, go. So, so I'll, I'll say this, guys. By the time we're done with this topic, I want all of us, whether you're listening to the audio version at home, uh, whisper it to yourself. Whether you, or if you're here in the chat, all of us are going to say a big thank you to Helena Taylor yeah. for convincing all of us this to buy this game. This is the
1: best marketing strategy I've ever seen. I, I, I'm like not. They, probably, that they, they probably they probably should confused. write her a
0: check now. They probably should.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, <'cause> this <laughs> they won't on the, principle. The
0: but they won't on principle, but they probably should. So let's just, I'm going to give a little cliff note version of everything to date, and then we'll get into the new stuff that happened t- this week because it, right. I don't even know what else there is. I, again, I thought we were already done with this, and then stuff keeps happening. Maybe more stuff will yeah. keep happening. I don't know, but here's the fun thing about this topic it keeps pushing sales of the game, and I love that. So, you know what? You might be tired of this topic. I, keep it alive, everyone. Let's make Bayonetta 3 hit 3, 4 million in sales, man. Let's just keep this topic man. going
1: because it's great. Um, Dude, why stop there? How about the Bay- Bayonetta the movie with the Nintendo um, film company?
0: There you go. Let's, let's keep it going. So here's 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 what happened. The original voice actor that voiced Bayonetta in a little animated series and two games, Bayonetta 1 and Bayonetta 2, Helena Taylor, came out uh, a couple weekends ago and posted three videos to her Twitter account. In these videos, she accused them of offering her what she calls insulting low pay. The initial offer was insulting, the follow-up offers were insulting, and the final offer, she said, was for $4,000 for the entire game. Which, again, she almost cried at the point of saying that, and made people really, really was insulting. She went on in her other videos, which you're going to find out in a moment that just don't it just makes her look even worse because she started comparing her real world situation that she didn't know her next meal was going to come to to nurses during the pandemic who definitely by the way shouldn't have had to worry about where their next meal was coming from because nurses didn't get off they had to keep working
1: keep in mind mind throughout all this she's she is an actress
0: yes yes (laughs) so keep in mind so um, so she said, I don't know where my next meal is coming from, which by the way, would, if I didn't know where my next meal was coming from, you pretty much just take any money you can get at that point when you're actually right. that desperate, you're desperate. A paid gig's a paid gig. That'll, that'll take care of your meals, but whatever.
1: Um, so she,
0: she made these ridiculous comparisons to people during the pandemic, having to go to food pantries, by the way, if you're at the point that you need to go to a food pantry for help, there's nothing wrong with that. She painted it like it was this big evil thing that, oh, isn't this so sad? That's what they exist for. Mm -hmm. People who need it, it's there. I've supported my family off food pantries before. There's nothing embarrassing about that. If you feel Mm -hmm. embarrassed about that, that's a you problem. So if nurses bust an ass but not getting higher pay, having to support their families, not being able to have enough money for groceries because prices of everything were rising up, and they had to go to food pantries to support their family— Okay, good. I'm glad they could support their families off of food pantries. That's what. That's why we have them, for the people that need them. I don't know, really. That whole thing was just stupid. And then she said that Jennifer Hale, the new voice of Bayonetta, because she was hired instead of her, uh, can't sign autographs as Bayonetta because she's not the voice of Bayonetta. That's her voice. She owns Bayonetta. Uh, and then she went into uh, just some, some other things. Don't really want to get into that. Uh, moving on then. Uh, Kamiya came out on Twitter because Kamiya doesn't know how to keep his mouth shut. (laughs) He called her a liar and made what kind of looked like a veiled threat and it got his account temporarily suspended. He obviously was not happy uh, that this was happening to arguably one of the biggest games Platinum has had come out in a while because their last game bombed and bombed bad. Uh, So like they need this game to do well for them. Not just Nintendo. They need this to do well. Platinum Games is only... Got $10 million in capital according to their official website. They don't have a lot mm. of money. They can't absorb failure after failure after failure. This is why they have other companies like Nintendo pay them to make games because they can't take on the risk. And they did it for one game. That one game nearly bankrupt the company. They almost mm. bankrupted the company on the one game they tried to self-publish. So this is Platinum's not sitting there rolling in the dough in the first place. Their CEO isn't making millions. Anyways, one of the things she did, should make a claim, was that the franchise uh, had made $450 million just off game sales, which I think Platinum would have more than $10 million in the bank if that was the case. But you know what? What do I know? It is what it is. I also think Sega would have renewed it for a second game and not left it to dry, and no one else wanted to pick it up. Like, it sat there for years until Nintendo finally said, hey, well... I guess, pay for one. Let's see what happens. And then, obviously, we wasn't a really good platform to try it on, so they're trying again. And if this one bombs, which, at this point, I highly doubt that's going to happen. Thanks, Helena Taylor. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I would think Nintendo would probably stop funding it, too, because if they can't sell a game on this platform on this Switch, well, then, yeah, they clearly, the, the, the franchise just isn't big enough, and they got to let it go. But I don't think that's going to happen. I'm pretty sure after this whole fiasco, Bayonetta 4 is now guaranteed. That being said, so he called her a liar. Uh, Then Jason Schreier came out with a report at Bloomberg. Jason Schreier, for those who don't know, is a video game journalist. He's worked at Kotaku and several other outlets. He's known as one of the best investigative journalists in all of video games. You might not like his politics. You might not like the things he believes in and what he stands for. But when it comes to his actual job of reporting and investigating on games, he's second to none. There's, There's very few actual video game investigative journalists that even exist. And he's one of the good ones and he's been going after corporations for years bringing up documents calling them out getting them sometimes even in legal trouble he had two sources and a document in his article that apparently was one of the contract offers and he detailed that where it said oh you were actually offered 15,000 not 4 hmm. for the role uh, that $4000 offer was actually the final offer and that was just for a cameo which meant one session only a handful of lines you know or whatever it is you know not enough that it goes past one session Uh and that when they were negotiating with you, you asked for six figures. That's basically where the negotiation stopped. Uh, and and she wanted residuals as well. Uh, and that's kind of the, the brux of that. Now, in that article, they did reach out to because he is, I told you, he's really damn good at his job. He doesn't just release articles without asking for comment. So he reached out to Helena Taylor before it was published and asked what she thought or if she had anything to say on it, and she said. They're lying. Platinum is liars. They only care about selling copies of their games. And uh, yeah, I'm done with this Bayonetta character. I'm going to go back to my work in the theater, which is where we found out that's actually her full-time job because it's the first time she's mentioned anything, even on her profile on, on, on Twitter that she is an actress or whatever in the theater, which is fine. Nothing wrong with that. You don't make a lot of money doing it, usually at the local theaters. But hey, Makes enough to make a living. That's cool. Good for her. I, mm-hmm. I love theater work. I go to theater work. I've performed in theaters. I've done musicals. I've done plays. I've played in bands that have, that have that have been supporting this stuff when you have live music at these venues and at these uh, musicals and stuff. So I get it. Okay? I love that stuff. And I thought that's where the story was going to end. She's calling him a liar. Mm-hmm. Jason Schreier claims he has proof. And you just kind of decide which way, way to go. I was leaning towards Jason's side because he actually had evidence and extra sources. And then other journalists were backing him up. And Helena Taylor only had herself. But then I always said, hey, if she ever had a response, she could bring the receipts. She already broke NDA. Now NDA apparently has been broken the other way. So just bring the receipts. If everything you said is true, just drop the receipts and it's over. It's over. Done deal. Then you win. Well, she came back on Monday. And in a series of, I don't even know, a dozen tweets, detailed out the offers and provided all the context people wanted. How much we paid for the prior game, so we even know if these are bad offers. We know that, at least according to her. And what she detailed was that the initial offer was for $10,000 for the entire game. Now, you might go, well, that's below what Jason said. You're correct. It is. She didn't like that 10000 offer. So she reached out to Kamiya. It got, got a friend, knows Japanese, reached out to Kamiya. Kamiya told her, hey, we really do value as part of this game. Let's increase the offer by $5,000. So now the offer is $15,000 for the entire game, which is what the article, she said, was a lie, literally quoted, was $15,000. At least $15,000, I think was the wording. Okay. So that part of the article, check. That's true. Then she details the final offer, which she said, well, negotiations broke down. It wasn't extensive. I'm sure it wasn't after you responded and asked for six figures. I'm pretty sure Platinum just shut the door at that point, but whatever. 11 months goes by, she says, and then they reach back out to me and they go, hey, we want to offer you $4,000 for one session to record some lines. What did the article say again? The final offer was $4,000 for one session for a cameo. Check. Article correct yet again. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to see where the lies are here. Then she, she brings up the six-figure remark, but brings it up in the most ridiculous way because six figures is bare minimum $100,000 she decides no 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 let's make this sound like everyone's being ridiculous some people are claiming i asked for $250,000 that's ridiculous and an utter lie Well, yeah that would be a lie i don't know a single person journalist or anyone besides maybe some boneheads on twitter that were saying you ever asked for $250,000 are you actually going to address that people were thinking you asked for at least 100k no you're going to jump to double to two and a half times that, which nobody realistically thought you asked for $250,000. That wasn't even something anyone was even contemplating. They all figured you asked anywhere from 100 to 150. That was kind of where people were ballparking it because six figures, okay. But we didn't know for sure because the details weren't in the thing because they were never down in writing, right? It was part of the negotiation phase. So there wasn't like a document Jason Schreier could look at and go, oh, here's what you countered with because that's not how that went. Okay. So she says that. Then she goes on to talk about how she hasn't lied about anything. Uh, and I showed in my video, her exact words were $4,000 for the entire game, not some lines. She also then details what she was paid for the first and second game. The first game, she was paid £3,000 for the entire game, which is at the time roughly $4,000 US. Then she said for the second game, she was paid a little bit more. So, I don't know, what's a little bit more? Another $1,000? I don't really know what that means by her standards, So let's just say it's a thousand. So she made 5,000 US probably for the second game. And by the way, the second game bombed. It was not a success. Doesn't help that it released on Wii U, but it wasn't a success. So this time around, after the second game bombed, they offer her double what she ever made with the prior games. And then after she went to Hideki Kamiya, they upped it to triple what you've ever made on the prior games. Keep in mind, this whole time she's been arguing, she's, been, she's doing this to fight for better pay for all voice actors while insulting a fellow voice actor along the way who's one of the best. And clearly thought the offer was fine enough that she'd accept it when she's got offers around the block. So she doesn't just take any offer. She takes the good ones. She's got leverage like that. Helena Taylor has no leverage because she hasn't been doing voice acting of anything in a decade except Bayonetta. And the whole time she's talking a livable wage... And all this stuff, and people are like doing all this math, oh, the money per hour, fine, don't look at it as money per hour. Fine, don't look at it. Look at it as no voice actor in the world considers five sessions at four hours each to be full-time. I literally emailed three different voice actors on this. All three of them said, as much as we sometimes agree that there's underpaying, five sessions isn't a year's worth of salary. Who thinks that's a year's worth of salary? Like, dude, I I do that every week. What? If I can get a year's worth of salary for just five sessions, then I'm doing something wrong here. And the only voice actors, by the way, that would get that sort of money aren't actually voice actors. They're normal actors that are popular in other mediums, other forms of acting. And yes, they're being paid because their name being attached to the project helps sell. Chris Pratt, as an example, probably got at least a mil for the job on Mario, maybe more. Because his name being attached, they think will get more people to show up at the movie theater. That's an advertising thing, not necessarily because they think it'd be the best voice. They could, they could use actual voice actors that do it for a living. And some voice actors get mad that they don't, but they also understand it's a numbers game. You're investing all this money into making a movie, into the animation. You're going to want it to do certain numbers at the theater. Getting big name people that people know is going to help drive that. But... This all culminated basically into her outing herself as lying on multiple occasions. Um, Her calling Platinum Games and that article a lie. Well, everything that you said just confirmed, check, check, check the entire article. So the article didn't lie, and Platinum Games didn't lie, and you just confirmed it, and yet you're still saying they're a liar, and you need to defend your honor and defend your reputation and you really just put your entire reputation up in smoke double time. And nobody saw this coming. Nobody thought she would give the sort of details that would just a- admit. Like, she- she's so, I don't wanna call her delusional, because I don't know her. But something isn't logically lining up in the way she's explaining things. And I've said it this whole time. I think it all comes from emotions. And her overvaluing what voice acting work on a failed franchise, because that's what this is, actually is worth. And now, thanks to this whole controversy, she's driven more attention to this game than ever, and Bayonetta 3 is flying off shelves. It's sold out at a bunch of retailers right now before it's even come out. A lot of retailers don't even have physical copies to even pre-order anymore. They are sold out. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is doing bigger numbers right now in pre-orders, I think, than any prior Bayonetta, and that's insane. You used to be able to, anytime you want, go get the special edition pre-ordered anywhere. They weren't even selling out of the special edition; it's been sold out for over a week. This is insane. Mike, what what are your thoughts? Because like this, I this is not where I thought this story would. Hopefully, this is the end. Like I didn't think it would. Well, I, I kind of don't want it to be the end. Bayonetta, let's go. Like, thank you, Helena Taylor. Because of you, I'm now buying five copies of the game when I was only contemplating one. Now we're gonna. We're gonna have a pile of them here, and I might have to hand out
1: a few to some of you guys. that have a hard time getting it. Bayonetta party. Bayonetta I want party. to see a movie now. I want to see a movie because uh, <laughs> I, I didn't know much about the Bayonetta character, um, and then when I found out the actual storyline because of this situation of Bayonetta three, I'm like, wait a minute, I'm actually into this. I, I'm actually into this, you know. Um, but about the whole uh, the the whole Helena. <sighs> Helena, um, Helena. I know. Name?
0: I, I can't have a hard. I've been pronouncing it wrong for a week, so that's whatever.
1: Taylor is it? Tyler? Taylor. By the way,
0: I mean no insult to you, Helena Taylor. I hope that Taylor? the rest of your life goes well, and I'm sure you're a, a really nice lady in person, and a good friend, and mother, and whatever else you have going on. And I don't mm-hmm. want you guys really attacking her. She's obviously already gotten tons of yeah. internet hate because that's what's going to yeah, happen when you lie to the internet and you ask the internet to boycott something that doesn't deserve to be boycotted.
1: Yeah, you don't have to really do not really doing much, much about that anymore. Yeah, um, but uh yeah. um, I just
0: don't add to that. Like, kind of leave her alone. Let's live in our own bubble. Talk about it. Let's not go to her.
1: I mean, what I'm, what I'm, yeah. I, I just, I'm just happy about the game getting so much promotion. You know, basically, I'm like, okay, I'm just already over the, the entire thing. She came back on Monday and said this and that, but I'm just. What you already gone and what you already made peace with, whatever. Uh, but I think is that she found out that after that the game was doing so well, it made her even more upset. And 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 the fact that people were even even, even opening their eyes and their hearts more to the game and to the actual actor, uh, Jen Jen uh, Jennifer Jen Hill. Yep. Yep. Right. Um. So it just got to her because I I maybe in her head she was thinking okay, my my uh, bayonetters are going to stick up for me. This game is not going to do well, and then they're going to want me back so that the game is going to do well. But then then she saw that, nope, that's not reality. The reality is that what you did backfired. The game is doing better than ever. Uh, Jen Hale is getting praise for her for her performance in Bayonetta. The storyline and how, how um, the developers or the story writers came up with a way to explain the change of voice and and the story itself is 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 really really good we're going to stay away from and spoilers guys
0: but yes the voice change is explained yeah. in the game which is it's brilliant it, yeah, if you read the reviews yeah. it, some of the reviews go over it and have explained like the story can be a mess sometimes cuz Bayonetta's story can always be a bit of a mess but how they handled yes, the more, voice change yeah. was just it was like a masterclass
1: and, and that's basically what what is driving me to play it um i don't know i i'm not going to give you guys any spoilers but the way they handle the game is actually trending heavily we are amongst amongst it when it comes to the entertainment world and if you play this game you're going to find out what it is so yeah i mean i'm just happy for the game i'm happy for the game i'm ready to move on from this, um, this voice actress in particular, or 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 or, or this situation, or yeah. actress or whatever, you know, I'm ready to give praise to to Dan Tail for her performance and to continue praising other voice actors for their amazing work. Um, I I don't think she's a voice act. The uh, um, Helena is is an actual voice actress because if not, she would have had jobs. With yeah, yeah, she had a couple that,
0: roles before Bayonetta. She's been doing some yeah. sort of acting work since like two thousand three, um, yeah. But they're always like really there were so she's done some other acting and voice acting roles uh, before Bayonetta, but they were very yeah. sparse, very few in between, and then after yeah. Bayonetta, never did anything.
1: So clearly wasn't yeah, but,
0: trending towards success in that in that field. Anyways.
1: Yeah, but 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 it but it's you know. It's Jen Hale's time. It's Bayonetta's time. It is Bayonetta's time because if the first game and the second game they do as well, this one's gonna be great. The the reviews are really good. Um the story is really good. I think this is the beginning for Bayonetta, and I 89 think Eighty nine have- on
0: Metacritic, guys.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think I think that from now from now on, this is gonna be a bit um Bayonetta is gonna have a good, good future. Um and I feel I feel I feel some things coming out of this as well. So i'm excited for the franchise i'm excited for the franchise i'm excited for everybody who's playing it and uh yeah i really want to see bane i want to see bayonetta the movie with this with whatever they're doing in this uh third third installment of the game because it'll be super awesome it'll be awesome yeah i like sci-fi guys if you if you, if you want to know something about me i love sci-fi anything that's that that's futuristic anything that's that uh, takes you out of reality, <laughs> what we're living in, you know, puts you in a different world, whatever, alternate, re- whatever. I- I- I'm not going to say much because I might-, I might give it out. But um, um, I love sci-fi. I, I really do love sci-fi. So, uh, yeah, I'm a sci so, geek. as Here. I said,
0: at the end of this topic, on behalf of all Bayonetta fans, on behalf of Platinum Games and Nintendo, on behalf of myself as a YouTuber, who I'm not going to lie, I made a little, a little bit of coin off of this. Thank you, Helena Taylor.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: I appreciate the attention you brought to a game that desperately needed it.
1: Thank wait, is Medici? Medici?
0: Me- I have no idea. You're no, we, me- no, wait,
1: wait, wait, wait. We means yes. We means yes. Yes, we, we. Uh, and somebody, somebody in the chat. Um, Wait, that's a, that's, a, that's, a, that's Italian. Never mind. I, I, don't know. I don't know what I'm talking what about. What
0: are you doing? I, I mean, it's French, too. There's some French in it.
1: <laughs> you know I what? Know. Like, I think you need a little bit of a break, buddy. You need to, <laughs> need to step away from the mic and chill. <laughs> I, need, I, need, I need to get some
0: gamer subs. Hold up. Those are my gamer subs. You see my <laughs> gamer subs? Ah, gamer subs. are great. Yeah, they won't respond to my email, so I'm not going to say anything about them. I've been waiting. I have a I have a meeting with a different drink company, but yeah. Well, it'd be, it'd be nice if they responded because I tried their product the other day. It's, it's not it's not half bad. It's good, right? It's all I'm gonna say though. I'm only gonna say it's not half bad because I'll probably end up with a completely different company. So I don't want to give it too much <laughs> praise because they they're not they're not responding to me. So I don't know. Mike's over there got all the hookups. I've got uh, I got liquid IV around here somewhere that I make absolutely nothing off of. Hence why I why I'm, I'm drinking Diet Dr cup. pepper. Ah, they don't pay me either. I just like it. Diet <laughs> pepper. <laughs> they should. They Shit. Should. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it uh, for this week's episode of the podcast. So it was going to be a short one because we started a little later. Uh, plus, there's yeah. only two of us. Obviously, we'll have some more topics uh, next week. You know, maybe we'll have some positive topics to talk about Bayonetta after it comes out. Maybe some hands-on experience with it. Uh, we'll yeah. also uh, have whatever. I have no idea. We'll probably talk about Pokemon because that's upcoming as well. Uh yeah. maybe some Halloween shenanigans okay. because it is Halloween next week Monday. The podcast is technically on Wednesday. Doesn't mean I might not theme the set for a special Halloween post edition.
1: Hey, when when's the next podcast? And when is Halloween? Uh it's November 2nd. Ah, uh, November 2nd. So it's past Halloween. Yes, yeah, past Man. Halloween.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna do bit. I was gonna do a theme. Well, I was gonna there's gonna be a big Halloween theme this week on the show, but then Eric's like, I'm not yeah. gonna be here. So then I'm like, well, then you can't see the set, guys. So that. I mean, yeah.
1: if it would if it would have fallen before, <sighs> then we couldn't just dressed up for the for the podcast. Just... Oh,
0: I'm gonna be dressed up on the next podcast, anyways.
1: Uh, on on the second of, of there might of, be of multiple
0: Christmas. costume changes.
1: I'm gonna be wearing a Santa set, a Santa hat and a Santa. I mean, you, no I'll... one says you can't dress as Santa for Halloween. My tree. Listen, my tree is going up on on October 31st. I'm gonna put my tree. I'm going to put my oh. lights outside. and put my big giant balloon. You're one of those people that, that has to
0: decorate for Christmas two months <laughs> early.
1: Oh. I, I love it, man. I love, love Christmas, it. too. But can we get past Turkey Day? Like, we, we still have dude, another holiday in between. Dude, dude, a turkey cannot go without a tree next to it. A turkey cannot go without a tree next to it. So look, I'm Hispanic. The Hispanic can have Christmas, like, all year. But the thing is that after Christmas ends, it takes us forever to get rid of the tree. Like, you'll see, you'll see Valentine's Day come come around. You'll see Easter come around. We have that tree there still still up. And then my wife was like, hey, uh, how about we do a Valentine's Day tree? I'm like, no, let's just take the tree down. Stop being so lazy. And like, no, how about we have a an Easter tree? You no, know, nope, take the tree down. Stop being lazy. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, I mean, people, you know, at least, at least in Puerto Rico, we're crazy with Christmas and crazy with Christmas, get it? Um, And then, um, yeah, we have a tree up. So November, December, no, October
0: 31st. You're not as bad as my mom. Okay. She's already been decorating her house with Christmas stuff since two weeks ago. So um, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, but mom, you have like this entire Halloween village that my dad has that you should be setting up instead. No, no, straight to Christmas. So when trick or treaters show up at your house,
1: it's it's, it's Christmas. It's (laughs) Christmas. I, I like the, lies, the nativity the set that, out already. Uh, you know. They
0: got this giant light up nativity set they put outside. And I'm like, guys, it's Halloween. Um, yeah. It's- are, are the nativity set getting eaten by zombies or something? I'm kind I'm of kind of confused. That might be a little sacrilege. We might want to wait a little bit <laughs> before yeah. you put that up. But, hey, you know what? You guys do whatever you want to do. Um, everyone does things differently. But, yeah, I love Halloween. It's my favorite holiday of the year. Uh, so I wasn't gonna go a podcast without dressing up, even if it's a couple days late. I really don't care, man. Just yeah. wait, just wait.
1: My, my, my holiday's better. I'm, um, Christmas is 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 my favorite, and it's better because you get gifts, and you get to, you get to dress up, and you get gifts, and you <laughs> you have a treat. Dude, I get I get candy. <laughs> so um, we, I get candy too. Candy canes, candy. <laughs> I got hot cocoa. We get, we get sugar. We get the sugar too. We get the sugar, we get the tree, we got the presents, we got the lights, dude. But I don't this get this?
0: my pumpkin spice anymore.
1: No,
0: nah. it goes away. <laughs> pumpkin- like my favorite, my favorite shake is pumpkin spice,
1: dude, and it van- knot, and it vanishes. It knot. vanishes after like spaghetti. after Halloween.
0: Like Culver's does this amazing pumpkin shake with their custard, and it goes away what? after Halloween. And I'm like, um, excuse me. We still have another pumpkin pie event coming up in Thanksgiving. Right. Why are you getting rid of it after Halloween?
1: I don't like that. I don't like when they get rid of the pumpkin so fast. I'm like, hey, it's a fall. So I get, thing. You gotta move into some rich.
0: gingerbread or something eventually, but it ain't it ain't Christmas yet.
1: Yeah, but at least I'm already through. me, I'm already listening to Christmas songs. I'm like, I'm whistling, I'm whistling literally Christmas tunes like daily. Nah, not with me. Like, I'm still, I'm still. This the is entire... Thriller. <laughs> the, the Thriller. <laughs> Did I? With Michael Jackson. Yeah,
0: yeah. I still got, I got the with, Halloween with the. Like I, dude, I, I, w- I wake up to Halloween alarms, man. It's 6.30 and, and Yulia's like, why is your phone playing Halloween music? Baby, don't you know what holiday's coming up? You yeah. know what holiday's coming up? Here's yeah. the problem. I don't want to get out of bed when I hear it. I want to dance in bed.
1: woo yeah, man. Anyways. I mean...
0: It, this it, is Halloween. This fun. is yeah. Halloween. Halloween. That's a good movie.
1: See, what's really cool about that movie is it's a Christmas and hey, Halloween movie. It's you're both. Gonna get you're gonna get copyrighted. You're gonna get copyrighted, and they're gonna they're going they're gonna tell you that you, <laughs> receiving and scamful. I knew you were gonna ring and, that. I was and, wondering how and, you are gonna slip that in. So be, so be careful. Be careful. No, don't be don't be singing, stuff or showing anything that you're not supposed to, because they're gonna call you a scammer. They wanna they're gonna hunt you down. They're gonna hunt you down. You, you want you want Halloween. You want Halloween? Try try to try to try to yeah, Well <laughs>
0: you were targeted by somebody, obviously. For those he's referencing a stream he did. Uh you, you did have some copyrighted content in the stream. I'm not gonna go too much into that, but it's arguable yeah, that it, it, it should have been struck, but it should not have been struck for what it was struck for. And when they it wasn't, it, they it wasn't, manually listen, reviewed
1: it and it was, it was copyright. It was yeah, copyright. Yeah. I agree. I yeah, mean, yeah. but they should have said hey, copyright notice. You shouldn't like like a song when they when they put a song on yeah, no, you'll it's, react... A, it was, it, react- was it there visually no,
0: it. it's completely different because it's a copyrighted tv show you can't yeah. you can't yeah. like i accidentally had house one time pop on my screen because i was watching it and i accidentally hit play I was like, yeah. what the heck and i hit a button and it showed on screen i got a strike yeah. for that that was one of my stri- <laughs> like they're very shows auto audio and visual you are not yeah it's but that's why i was like yeah okay fine i get the strike i don't get that reasoning let me, let me, let me, and if it was never question. reported by the way you probably would have never
1: got the strike Let's, let's bring this. Let's bring this up in the next podcast because I have a lot to say about this. Because well, well I feel, I feel like yeah, you know, we YouTube can make it a whole a YouTube, change. and we'll have another I YouTuber feel, on
0: too that can maybe talk
1: about it as I well. Just, I feel like, like, like if Mr. Beast would have done that, he would not. He would have gotten away with it, and if he would have gotten that that warning phone call, can you get this, um, get rid of this on my channel? Two well, seconds. Mr. Beast doesn't live Wait, stream. I'm sorry. That, did I say Mr. Beast? Hopefully, I don't get I don't get by that too because I know that's a. Another I mean
0: thing. I our, Mike I, I could argue that Mr. Beast would have never even done a stream like that because his team would have shut him down for the idea they would have told him you that, can't do that, that. But what I'm
1: saying is that a bigger channel
0: wouldn't a do bigger it. channel worth more it to them
1: would have gotten more leeway and that's how that has to change that has to change. Can I'm you name a more. bigger
0: channel that watched a copyright TV show and got leeway?
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna be the I'm gonna be the man for change, the man of change, the because, man of tomorrow. Because because I, I know a lot of change. big
0: YouTube channels and they know not to do that. They have a whole team of people that'll be like, nope.
1: Yeah, I I accept that that was my mistake of of showing. Yeah you. yeah yeah I
0: know you no. told me you told me behind so, the scenes that oh yeah I probably shouldn't do
1: but, that. But. but but yeah still I think they took it too far. They took it too far.
0: By the way guys you can go catch my completely questionable legality. Entire (laughs) Zelda cartoon series uploaded by Zelda Informer over on DailyMotion.com. It's still up. It's been up for almost 20 years. Go enjoy. I provided it free to the internet. I mean, some other guy named Nathaniel Jance provided it free to the internet.
1: But what? what? I'm I'm still waiting for
0: a a, a takedown notice in the mail. I don't even have my login for that account anymore, but it's still up. Every time I want to watch the Zelda cartoon, I just go watch it off my own Daily Motion channel.
1: Can we can we do it on 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 this, um, Can we do it on Discord? Though? No. Can we do it on Discord? Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. I don't I don't want people to hear me and say, "Look, this guy is, is saying it on the other channel." Let's go let's go get him. Give him a strike on his <laughs> channel.
0: So for Yeah, I, I literally am the source of many 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 people seeing that cartoon for free online. By the way, Daily Motion is all full of copyrighted stuff. I don't know how they haven't been shut down. They yeah. have so much. You can get entire movies on there. It's bad. I literally don't know how they survive, but maybe they're. It's probably because they're located in China or something. So it's just hard for them to get shut down.
1: All right. Well, that's gonna do anyway, it. Friday, uh, let me do a small plug. Friday, there's a big giant special announcement on the channel, on on uh, on two uh, days, on uh, on right. Odyssey News. Friday, we have a big huge giant special announcement. Uh, you don't want to miss it. It it's uh, it, uh a big one for the channel it's 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 really uh didn't you tease what the announcement's about just now it's gonna change the history of the channel and it's gonna change the direction of the channel in a massive way it's not going to uh, it's not going to affect what's currently being done and the topics that are currently being um given but it's gonna change the direction of the channel in a massive way in a good way no mike is not pregnant i'm huh. You know, no, my so so, it's gonna it's gonna change the direction of the channel in a massive way without affecting how it's currently doing. I wish you luck with that, sir. And, tr- and, and 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 including, I can say this: a brand new show. Don't overextend yourself now. No, I mean, I mean, I'm not really extending myself. I'm just replacing something, or more like, you know, I'll I'll talk about more on Friday. I'm gonna say because oh, you sorry. just said
0: nothing's being replaced, and now you said you're replacing.
1: <laughs> well, no, that's what I'm saying. It's not. It's not like, for example, um, don't don't Helena
0: Taylor to, me, Mike.
1: It's not going to affect <laughs> what I'm doing now because I'm gonna continue doing what I'm doing now. I'm on I'm Nintendo. I'm a Nintendo first channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. But we're gonna this add. This is coming more by the way it, from
0: somebody who knows what he's gonna affect.
1: But it's a big, it's a big, it's a big move. It's a big move.
0: It's a very big move. And I, I do wish you, I do wish you luck on of it. Uh, I won't, I won't send
1: any more teases. No, on no, only it fans. No, no, yeah. no. I don't even know what that is. Dude, it's where people go to find pictures of feet. Picture, pictures of feet. Why would I put my, my, my horrible feet on? You're the, the sexy,
0: you're the sexiest man in Florida. That includes the I head to toe. They're... Is, including, that is, including that the is that real? Is that real? Do not show Mike, Mike, do not go to OnlyFans. Please tell me you know what OnlyFans actually is, right? I do not know what OnlyFans. Okay, do not, are, not go swear. to OnlyFans. Do not go to OnlyFans.
1: Okay. Mike, I'm not going to go there. I've seen as, it on the so, channel with someone w- who w- 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 won't even w- swear
0: fan. super religious. Do not
1: go to OnlyFans. <laughs> right. I'm like, Mike, don't are, you, are, you, are, you, are you Are you do you have an OnlyFans?" I'm like, "What does that mean? Is that like a, like a membership account or like a I've like, I've had the-
0: I've had people on my podcast from OnlyFans. Um. What? Yes, I have, in the past. What is that? Um, they do other things besides OnlyFans, but I mean, it's a thing they do to make money. So just leave just leave it at that. Don't don't go to OnlyFans. Um. I'm not. I'm not I'm, I'm, anyways, I'm too afraid to? Uh, it's a place. It's a place where people pay money to see things.
1: That's all. Oh, that's not good. That's all. All right. I, I, that, that's all I know. I, that's all I need to know. Yeah. Yeah. What I mean, the heck me you me to do that? It
0: doesn't have to be bad.
1: It's just so much
0: that it usually is. By the way, I have no problem. People can do whatever they want with their bodies. I really
1: don't care. It's their choice. Okay. So, so um, don't, don't forget to catch Nate's early, uh, OnlyFans this weekend. Um, I mean, I did think Only...
0: about opening up an OnlyFans to show off my potato chip collection <laughs> um, exclusively on OnlyFans
1: it's going to be 29.99 per post. We got Doritos, we got Cheetos, <laughs> we got um um Pringles. We got um Funyuns. Oh, see Funyun- see no no, see see my chips
0: are are, are shaped like states. <laughs> I'm trying I've been trying to for 30 years get all 50 states naturally out of a bag
1: shaped from a chip. Oh, man. I know. But you should see my but, Florida uh, one. It's listen, listen. Um, other than then than the changes that are coming on Friday, I am more active. Well, you know how I haven't been live streaming. I don't live stream that much. Yeah, anymore. you don't stream or, that much
0: anyways, yeah.
1: But it's because I've been trying to upgrade my, my system. You know, it's hard to live stream on, on, on Mac. it's yes, just been really yes. um so I've been upgrading my system. I mean In if you're getting rid me of your the...
0: Mac, I'll take it. I'm taking donations. No, I'm,
1: uh but I, I at least bought a, bra- a better, better. Um, uh, I told you about the the, the were, Elgato. Yeah, yeah, Elgato. the Capture's the
0: capture card. Yep,
1: yep. Yeah, so that one works perfectly with, with uh, Mac OS so I can actually live stream. And I will be live streaming on Twitch, not YouTube. I'm now terrified of YouTube because if, if I live Plus stream Plus, if you get digged on Twitch, you, it doesn't affect your if YouTube. If you my face live, they want to strike it. I'm like, hi, strike, you're not supposed to say that. Plus
0: if you get dinged on Twitch, it doesn't affect your YouTube, which is always nice.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, just so, Twitch yeah. has their so own gonna, rules and they're really weird, but so, so um I'm still trying to get my first fifty <laughs> I'm trying to get my first fifty likes or uh, followers on, on, on Twitch. So if you guys have a Twitch account and you wanna go over there, just hit follow, you know. Yeah. Let's get he let's he get him like up it.
0: to let's get him up to the ability for us to give him our free Amazon Prime subs
1: Wait, really what's yeah. that what's
0: that see i'm new uh, yeah don't know what that is. so you need to become an affiliate first you're not gonna probably not gonna be yeah. big enough yet once you become an what affiliate that? that's when you can make money quote unquote make money uh, and then they okay, have subs which is like youtube members uh and uh-huh. anyone who's an amazon prime member has a free twitch sub included with their amazon prime membership
1: and what is that what is that
0: uh they go and they hit sub it's like it's like hitting joins you know your nintendo power up members it's like that but on twitch except if okay. you already have amazon prime a lot of people don't realize they have it it's free use it anytime by the way can't use it on mike's channel right now so you might as well head over to nintendo prime tv on twitch and <laughs> use it there i will appreciate it right. um and you'll get two dollars and fifty cents from every person who uses like, the amazon
1: that like, like, like the streamer gets two dollars yes. if they use their but amazon it's prime for
0: them? it's free for them if they have amazon prime yes
1: and, and what is it? Is this like a month monthly thing like yeah every they'd month they would have to
0: manually do it every month if they want it because the, the Amazon prime one doesn't automatically renew now they can become mm-hmm. members. They, they can they can hit sub outside of that and put a card on it and have it renew as well and you can do different yeah. levels like you can on YouTube but the default level is five dollars but you don't really get five because twitch is 50 yeah. 50 so they take fifty yeah. percent
1: yeah. of it but all right yeah I mean that's that not fun because i' I'm, I'm, I'm trying to it's learn free it, for uh, like
0: all the money I've ever made on Twitch has been from people using Amazon Prime subs. So
1: okay. so I, I need to get my first 50 uh, Twitchers, or I'm still trying to find a name. And there you go. Corey
0: uh, Bohm dropping G- the link to my the, the link to my Twitch channel if you guys want to go drop your free Twitch stuff. By the way, you might see me randomly playing Madden games on that Twitch channel because one of the leagues I'm in requires the away team to stream every single game. I will not be like on voice chat or anything. I'm literally just streaming it off the Xbox, so... Um, like, I'm using and, the Xbox uh, itself to stream it, so...
1: And my Twitch is basically the same as as Nate, but instead of Nintendo Prime, is Mike Odyssey. So, Mike Odyssey TV? No, no, this is Mike Odyssey. No,
0: yeah, I had to put the TV... In. See, I own the Nintendo Prime one, but, I mean, it's whatever. Look, Twitch. guys, I, slash I Mike up! If I you, messed up! If you
1: follow <sighs> me today, if you follow me today, I promise you, I will eat a cookie. All
0: right, well, that's going to do it for... Episode 72 of the Total Prime Podcast. You guys can hear it everywhere. Podcast I heard. Uh, assuming that I'm you know, I told you guys at the beginning of this episode, assuming everything's going all right. I'll try to get make sure every audio episode is up tomorrow. I have everything done through 72. It's just not uploaded. I think 60 up through 69 is uploaded, but I have I have the rest done and I'll get this one done. It's just we'll see. Thank you guys for all the, the happy thoughts you guys gave me throughout the stream. The fun we had. Thank you, Mike, for showing up to the podcast Hello. as always uh and for so much more behind the scenes and and thank you to all of our future guests we have coming up helping make this podcast rock in the absence of the empty chair eric i'm looking at right now (laughs) poor eric
1: Eric, wherever you are man hurry up also also you know what's funny
0: mike i'm pretty sure next week on the podcast episode one of the lead topics might be about another change at both of our channels happening in the month of november
1: starting in november anyways. so uh so uh in the next episode we'll be talking about the change that that already happened on my channel and the change that is coming to your channel guys you can't miss that episode cliffhanger all right later guys Oh, e